Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Props, parlays, in-game wagering, MyBookie.ag has it all. And if you sign up using the promo code SGP50, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. With MyBookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by ESPN+. Plus. Log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the ESPN Plus banner to sign up for ESPN Plus. College football, college basketball, MLB, exclusive UFC fights, and my personal favorite, the soccer, all feature on ESPN Plus. You can't be a real sports fan without ESPN Plus. You know, Manny Pacquiao is a legend in the sport. He's a Hall of Famer. And for me to end his legacy is the start of mine. Drama, knockouts, and the big upset. After a huge kickstart to another lively month of boxing, we go again. This time, to a man who defied similar odds time and time again throughout a gleaming career, one of the sport's most humble, respected figures, and one of the most devastating and exciting of his generation. An underdog story personified, Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao. Contending with a young, hungry, and dangerous champion, Keith One-Time Thurman. A man who returned from his own stint of inactivity in January, a week before Pacquiao stunned another loud, outspoken American. And whilst we didn't see the same slick, powerful performance, we saw him back in the limelight, ready to take on the best. Maybe Brooklyn, maybe Vegas, wherever Manny Pacquiao wants it, I'd fight him in the Philippines if I had to. So, straight back in at the deep end, against someone like Pacquiao, could be disastrous. Whilst we should be saying Thurman has caught Manny at the right time, with a diminishing knockout record and potential ring rust, it could even be the other way around. A Filipino legend against an unbeaten power puncher. Everything about the July matchup spells drama. The stage, the styles, and the circumstances. Winner takes all, Pacquiao versus Thurman. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the. SGP Network. You can follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. Now, as you heard the narrator at the start, hyping up this fight, this is a 50-50 showdown. But you'll turn around to me and say, Billy, every time we hear a narrator here on the fight show or for any boxing fight or UFC fight, it's their job to tell you it's a 50-50 fight. And I agree with that. Every time we put out some audio in here, every single fight is sold as a 50-50, a toss-up. Either guy could win it. This is his route to victory. This is his route to victory. And I agree. So I'm not going to let the narrator do the talking. I'm not even going to let me do the talking. I'm going to let the odds do the talking on this fight where Manny Pacquiao has been 
made the four to five favorite. And Keith Thurman is currently the even money underdog. And I use that term loosely because this fight did open up at exactly minus 110 versus minus 110. This is as close to 50-50 as you can get in the fight game. A real toss-up and down to the variables and circumstances that go into it. I really cannot call a winner in this one because you have the old legend, Manny Pacquiao, the legend of the sport, one time fought in the biggest boxing match of all time against Floyd Mayweather, the most hyped fight of all time in 2015, going up against Keith, one time Thurman, a man who was once in the conversation for pound to pound best fighter in the world. And some people say he still should be in a conversation with Crawford, with Errol Spence, with Canelo Alvarez, but he took a two year layoff in 2017 to to have some elbow surgery. And in his last fight against Josito Lopez, he did not look good winning a majority decision. In fact, in his last fight before that, a lot of people thought that he may have lost against Danny Garcia, scrapping through with a split decision. The last two fights have damaged the credibility of Keith one-time Thurman, who would have been a significant favorite in this fight had it happened two or three years ago. The question is, how much damage has been done to Keith Thurman? Is he the same fighter that he once was? He certainly talks like he is. And if he isn't going to back up his talk, if he isn't the same fighter, even at 40 years old, even at 10 years older, Manny Pacquiao is going to win this fight. Now, I don't think he's going to win it as a stoppage. Contrary to what people think until they look through these records and study what's actually been going on in Manny Pacquiao's career, he has had a decent decade keeping himself relevant and still being one of the top three fighters in terms of box office in the world. However, he's only knocked out or stopped one opponent since November 2009, and that was a washed-up Lucas Matisse, who wasn't the same big knockout artist that he once used to be. And Manny Pacquiao could have stopped him a lot earlier than the seventh round, whereas Keith Thurman has been a lot more consistent in this period, with the exception of his last two fights. But as I said, this all hinges on the, on the fact if Keith Thurman is the same same fighter that he once was that was in the pound for pound conversation and if he isn't it'll be Manny Pacquiao that takes his title at 40 and moves on to even bigger fights than this one and the fact is is that win lose or draw I'm not sure that Pacquiao is going to retire and I'm pretty sure that there's still big fights for him there's talk this week about him fighting Amir Khan in a big payday in Dubai Amir Khan just had a fight over there against uh, Billy Dib it was a bit of a farce we didn't bother covering it here because Khan won easily inside the first six rounds he won inside the fourth that would have been my tip but it seemed farcical to bet it and farcical to to cover it because i was kind of on the fence as to whether calm was gonna let that fight float by and, and get a couple of rounds in the bank to make it look like he wasn't taking a joke opponent but in the end we all saw that it was a joke opponent pacquiao hasn't done that thurman hasn't done that either despite the fact he received a lot of criticism for um taking um for being taken to the limit by Josito Lopez and only winning that on a majority decision. If you look at the people that Josito Lopez has looked, has been beaten by, it is sort of a, uh, a who's who of uh, boxing at his weight class. He did lose a fight to Andre Berto. He lost to Marcus Maidana. <coughs> he was stopped by Canelo Alvarez. He lost to Jesse Vargas. So, 
it's not as terrible as it's made out to be. But if you are in a pound for pound conversation, you have to be looking more convincing against Ajusito Lopez. Looking at Manny Pacquiao's opponents, last time out, he looked unbelievable against Adrian Broner, winning pretty much nearly every single round. We talked about a stoppage against Lucas Matisse. Uh, it was absolutely utterly robbed against Jeff Horn. I don't even want to talk about that fight in Pacquiao's record. That was a defeat that never was. It was on home turf. He took on uh, Jeff Horn in, in Brisbane and clearly won the fight. I, I encourage anyone to look back at that. Victory over Jesse Vargas, convincing over Timothy Bradley, and that takes you back to the defeat to Floyd Mayweather. Prior to that, he was getting through Bradley again, Brandon Rios, Chris Algieri, and then, of course, he had the... Um, the amazing uh, series with uh, Juan Manuel Marquez. So Pacquiao hasn't been hiding. Thurman, you can't really say, has been hiding either. But their paths have brought them together in this very rare, genuine pick and fight where Manny Pacquiao has been backed in to the favorite, as I previously mentioned. Looking at all of the odds on this fight, it's difficult to uh, to tear them apart. One thing that seems clear is that nobody really fancies the knockout. For me, I think Pacquiao is more unlikely to take the knockout in this fight, being that Thurman is the, the much bigger man. So I would stay clear of Manny Pacquiao winning this fight via knockout. Thurman would be dangerous uh, if it's the old Keith Thurman. If it is one-time Keith Thurman and he does land a significant shot on Manny Pacquiao. What is the 40-year-old got left in those legs? Um, Thurman to win this fight via that knockout is currently available at 6-1, to one, whereas, strangely, Manny Pacquiao's odds to win via knockout are much shorter. They're at 4-1. I do find that odd. Uh, Manny Pacquiao via decision is available at a best price of 13-8, to eight, whereas Keith Thurman... You can get over two to one on him to win this by decision. He's available at nine to four. And I would say that's where I would be leaning to uh, as in regards to this fight. Manny Pacquiao is available at a best price of four to five. And Keith Thurman, although I said he was even money, if you shop around, there is some 11 to 10 action or even some five to four at some very minuscule bookies available out there. So you can actually get Keith Thurman as more significant underdog like than 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 Pacquiao, and I'm sure come fight time, more of the money is going to be going on to Manny Pacquiao, who's a far more popular fight. You're going to get those hundred dollar betters that have got an interest in buying the fight and then the next stage after that is an interest in betting the fight with no significant research done on this fight, just knowing that Manny Pacquiao is the more known fighter. I think for people coming at it with from an angle where you've done your research, you know what the variables are. It's Keith Thurman who is the key variable in this fight. What Keith Thurman is it? Is it pre-2017 Keith Thurman or is it the guy who hadn't fully recovered by the look of things from elbow surgery and scrapped through a majority decision against Josito Lopez? Manny Pacquiao, you know what you're getting. Yes, father time is against him, but... It's not like you. It's not like you see in in most forty year olds. This guy is still able to go out there and convincingly beat Adrian Broner, an unbelievable defensive boxer, and beat him in every single round. This guy is still being tied to big fights like other other title fights. He's been linked to Amir Khan. Even Floyd Mayweather is is being talked about coming out of retirement to fight this guy. Manny Pacquiao can still sell fights, even though he's trying to be a congressman in the Philippines. 
he's still a massive box office joy. And for Keith Thurman to do what he actually said in that video, which is end of the legacy of Manny Pacquiao, he will have to convincingly knock this man out, probably in the early stages. I don't see that happening. I think this fight is pretty certain to go to points. Uh, over 10 and a half rounds is priced at one to three minus 300. But to take the, take it to the distance, which is only an extra four and a half minutes, you can get one to two minus 200. That would probably be the safest bet in this fight. In terms of a winner, personally, I am leaning towards Keith one-time Thurman. And I do believe that there's bigger fights out there for him at the end of the day. Unfortunately, when it comes to boxing, I think you guys, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, the way I usually look at it, and especially in these 50-50 circumstances, is that I usually put my business head on and look at the two business decisions that will be made. Now, obviously, Pacquiao can come out here, be a lot faster than Furman, get in and out, land shots, and pile up rounds on the cards like he did against Adrian Broner, and comfortably win this fight. Now, I think that's the most... That's that's not the most unlikely outcome. Outcome the most unlikely outcome I think is a Pacquiao knockout. But for me, it's unlikely that he's actually going to pile up rounds convincingly and beat this man by seven or eight rounds. I think it's going to be a close fight. I think it could be seven rounds to five either way. I think it could go to points. And I do believe that if Pacquiao has nicked this fight, be it seven five or even eight four, that we could be looking at Thurman getting the decision anyway because Thurman is the man who despite the fact Pacquiao is box office, he's a 40-year-old. Thurman is a 30-year-old who still needs to fight Terence Crawford and Errol Spence and other people in this division. There's even a rematch with Danny Garcia possibly on, on the table. So there's a ton of fights for Keith Thurman and, and they haven't exactly gone away with him sitting on the shelf for, for a year and a half. There's still massive fights out there for him. And although the same fights are available for Pacquiao, how long is this guy actually going to carry on boxing? So from a business mindset, although it's strangely Pacquiao is the bigger draw and the bigger name in this fight and in the man who's inside boxing's top five box office attractions alongside the names of Anthony Joshua and of course Canelo Alvarez it's actually Keith Thurman who has the future to draw more money and make the bigger fights moving forward so I feel that he could possibly nick a decision here and could be nicking rounds if they're close in addition to that more of the power punches are going to come from Keith Thurman who will probably be more in pursuit of a knockout here although he himself also doesn't have a great knockout record in recent history. Although he's called Keith one-time Thurman, which implicates that he needs to hit you one time to knock you out. That one-time knockout power hasn't been existent in since 2013. So it's an interesting fight that I do believe will go to points. I feel that the judges may narrowly uh, edge towards Thurman. That's why I'm narrowly going to edge towards Thurman. But why would weirdly recommend this fight and I didn't usually do this, but we're seeing it a lot. So I'm going to take some stake on it for once. I could possibly see this being a draw, which is available at 25 to 1. Now, the reason I'm saying that you guys should put down a little bit of money, hell, let's make it official and let's plump for a quarter unit here on the draw. Um, I talked about what makes money is always best for boxing and it's in the forefront of everybody's mind what is going to make more money than Keith Thurman winning this fight on points and setting up a rematch is a 100% legitimate reason to have a rematch which would be a draw now 
if this is seven five either way in this contest, if one if one judge gives one guy seven rounds and another guy gives another guy seven rounds, then we have all the ingredients there for a draw. How many times have we seen the guys on TV, the likes of Paulie Malinagi, scoring the fight for one guy, and then we come out with the more marketable fighter winning the fight. Hell, I encourage everybody to go back and watch that Katie Taylor fight and see what happened in that. In, in, in fact, go back and watch any of the uh, Triple G Canelo fights, particularly the first one, and make sh and come back to me and let me know if you think Canelo won that fight or even did enough to, to get the draw. It, it just works that way in boxing sometimes. And... I wouldn't, I, I'm not one that throws uh, Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury into that conversation, although a lot of people are, because that was oddly for me a genuine draw, and that's how I had it scored as. You have to understand the variables that go into a draw. It requires three men to sit there and watch 36 minutes of a fight and to collectively come back with a score that makes a fight a complete draw. So it entails one judge thinking that another guy won, another judge thinking that another guy won, and another judge thinking that it was a draw. Or obviously there are other variables to get a draw. It's three guys seeing the fight exactly the same way. That's a very rare way of doing it. Or of course we can have a majority draw where one guy has a winner and two guys um, see, it as a, um, see it as a draw. We could have a majority decision here where, um, where two guys have one winner and one guy has it as a draw. In that case, uh, the points bet would cash. But it's very, very unlikely to score a draw yet in big fights, how many draws have we seen? I, I, I mean, I'm not going to harp back. I haven't got notes here where I've done extensive research on every major fight that was a draw. But statistically, at 25 to 1, you are telling me that 1 in 25 fights could be a draw. That's not the case because 1 in 25 big fights are not a draw. It's closer to 1 in 4, maybe 1 in 5, or maybe 1 in 4 is generous, but maybe 1 in 5. So in this instance, especially going in with what we, with what we have, uh, with a 4 to 5 taking on an even money favorite, Sorry, a four to five favorite taking on an even money underdog um, with a fight this tight with with all of the variables that go in with Keith Thurman not quite being the same Keith Thurman with Manny Pacquiao being one of the most consistent fighters in the history of boxing and still doing it at 40 years old. This is a genuine pick and where rounds can be won by both fighters. Genuinely, there may not be a pattern to this fight. Now, what I mean by that is that often you watch fights and you see a clear pattern developing, be it one guy winning the first six rounds and the other guy running out of energy and him winning the last six rounds. One guy starting fast and then the other guy figuring out and then the other guy um, figuring the other guy out and having a big and having a big finish to the fight. Or one guy just completely dictating the, the pace of the fight from, say, a distance or angles or just, just having more power to hold an opponent off. So you can hold an opponent off by generally being more powerful, meaning that your punches hurt him more than they hurt you, giving you license to continuously move forward and absorb punches, or having a range which is significant, being able to just keep your opponent at distance and and completely outwinning out, out winning you outpointing your opponent or of course just being completely 
more advanced in the skill department where you can basically just win the fight on your feet by just being the far more technical boxer. This, this, these variables don't exist in this fight because I can't say that one of these guys is quicker. I cannot say that one of these guys is is better technically. I can say that the power probably lies with Thurman, just given the pure size of the two. And that narrow edge is enough for me to to bet it because when we are making bets, we are looking for edges and the thinnest edge goes to Keith Thurman for me. In addition to that, I am looking at one other element which I mentioned earlier, the fact that if this fight had taken place two to three years ago, then Keith Thurman would have been a minus 300 favorite. And the only reason that he isn't is because of the doubt and skepticism that exists on the basis of his layoff and his last two performances. Now, if you weigh in on that too much, then, or if you weigh in on that, if you put a lot of weight into that, there's no too much about it. Opinions are opinions. You can't weigh too much into into certain things. I'm I'm not one to tell you what you put your weight into or whose opinions that you take, or what or what your eye test tells you. I'm very much always been uh, very high on the eye test bet. A lot of American bettors will look at trends and lines and statistics, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. I, I'm, I'm more of, always been more on the side of watch the sport, watch Keith Thurman's fights, watch Pacquiao's fights, and when it comes down to the time where they will fight, which will happen this Saturday, have... Uh, an, an educated guess as to who is going to win on the basis of what you've seen. And if you haven't seen anything, we have all of the tools out there at the moment. You can go and check this out on YouTube. You can go back and watch. You don't have to sit there and watch full fights. You can go watch highlights. You can go and see what Derman does good, what Pacquiao does good, and come to your own assessment. You can see how, how Derman fought in his last fight and, and what was missing. And, and is it going to handicap him in this occasion? And is the Manny Pacquiao that beat Adrian Broner good enough to beat the Thurman that fought against Cito Lopez. You can do all that yourself. You can come to an educated guess. And if you believe that the edge has gone to Pacquiao to the point where he looks so good against Broner compared to how um, Thurman looked against Cito Lopez, that it's just a no-brainer pick for you, then you bet that. You go and bet Pacquiao because that's that's what you should do. You should always just take take note of of the eye test that you see because in boxing it's different we don't have stats and trends to go against and and what one fighter does against the, the same the same common opponent doesn't really mean too much um sometimes we have rematches to go on to and and quite often rematches in boxing are not one which will be a concern for anthony joshua later on the year when he goes up against andy louise i mean the only thing that i can think is if he was sick or had some kind of mental problem fighting outside of the UK that, that could be reversed but if it's a battle of if he was completely outskilled by his opponent then he's not going to come up with the solutions to turn that result around within a six month time frame unless he completely reevaluates his boxing and we don't have all of that on boxing we have the eye test it's an eye test heavy sport um, and the only thing, and that's how we look at it in terms of winners. The only thing we can look at statistics for, I believe, are the outcomes. And the fact is, is that neither of these men are really knocking their opponents out at this juncture, which means the safest play, as I alluded to earlier, is the points bet at minus 200. So if you want to bet the safe, safe money this Saturday night, this fight, I assure you, is probably going to points. Because as I said, Thurman hasn't stopped anyone since 2013. 
Pacquiao has stopped one guy in 10 years. Um, they're very good technical boxers with Thurman carrying the power edge and the variables that go into it make this the pick and fight that it is. But as I said, two, three years ago, Keith Thurman would have come into this as a minus 300. This is the man that's looking to reestablish himself as a person who should be in that pound for pound conversation. Manny Pacquiao is just looking to credibly carry on his career. So that's pretty much the assessment of the fight. I'm going to look at another big fight that's happening this weekend. Um, it happens before this one. It comes to you from the UK and it's the overlooked man of the heavyweight division. Poor Dillian White. Dillian White is the most deserving heavyweight contender out there and nobody's giving him a title shot. He's just continued to sit at the number one ranking and uh, and nobody is giving him a shot here to uh, to get a world title. And I'm not saying that White will necessarily succeed when when given that title shot, um, because I don't think he can beat Anthony Joshua in a rematch. And I'm certain that he can't beat Deontay Wilder. And I'm fairly certain that he that he can't beat Tyson Fury. I believe that Fury would be an easy night on points. I think Joshua would probably stop him again, although based on Joshua's last performance, you, you can't say. Uh, and Wilder definitely would uh, get Dylan White out there inside the first six or seven rounds. But he's still deserving of that big payday. He fights this Saturday night, which surprisingly um, the UK TV channel Sky have got as a box office fight. I'm not sure what the interest level on this one is. He fights against uh, Oscar Rivas, where he is the one to four minus 400 favorite. And Oscar Rivas is available at 10 to 3. For me, I think the time has sort of passed and the necessity has passed for White to continue on making a statement. So the knockout here, which is available at 6 to 4 plus 150, I don't think that this fight necessitates Dylan White to go out there and knock out anybody and take any silly risks. He doesn't want to fall into the category that Anthony Joshua has fallen into now, where he's having to almost rebuild and restore his credibility. He's lost a ton of negotiating power at the negotiating table with that loss. He can no longer go to the table, even if he beats uh, Andy Ru uh, Ruiz Jr. Even if he beats him, he cannot ever go back to the negotiating table with the likes of Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder when they had the O. The O in your record has become more important than it's ever been because that is the number one negotiating tool. Other than having championships, of course, if you're a unified champion or you have two or three belts, then you carry a lot of weight. But the O is important. And Joshua had the belts and he had the O and now he has absolutely nothing. And with that goes away your negotiating power. Dillian White has only lost to Joshua. So he still has the negotiating power. He still has victories on his record as well over Derek Chisora and uh, Joshua Parker. So Joseph Parker, sorry. So he's still a massively relevant fighter and all he needs to do is keep on winning. And for me, going up against Oscar Rivas, who is a dangerous fighter, um, just outside the top 10, but still a dangerous fighter. He just needs to get through this with a points victory. That's available at a best price of 11 to 10. And as I said, this isn't because I don't think that um, 
Dylan White couldn't get the knockout here against Oscar Rivas. But the fact is that Oscar Rivas is an unbeaten fighter. And he's a Colombian. And what we all know from covering the fight game about Colombians and Mexicans is that you don't knock them out at all. And they're dangerous. So I would think that a points victory would be a very decent result here for Dillian Wright. And Apami also thinks that this guy is a live dog. Uh, he's... He's a former amateur boxer. He knows what he's doing in there. He's got knockouts under his belt as well. Not as many as Dillian White, um, as far as knockout percentage goes. 18 out of uh, out of 26. And compared to, to White, who's got um, 18 out of 25. So it's narrow, to, to say the least. It's not... It's it's minuscule in terms of who carries the knockout power here, but I don't believe that that either man are going to knock each other out, and I do believe we've got a live dog in this fight. I mean, we've got live. If you're scared of the live dog, and and some people really have a big phobia in general uh, about beating uh, betting against undefeated fighters, and I can understand that because you it's a very much an unknown quantity. The safer way of doing this is rather than taking that 11 to 10, you can take the 8 to 11 here on the fight to go to the distance, on the fight to go to distance. So that gives you Oscar Rivas as well. Although, as I said, money usually dictates the outcome. What does White need to do here? He needs to probably win five or six rounds. He's fighting at home. He's got marketable fights ahead. He's the more he's the he's the bigger name out of the two he's probably going to get the decision for oscar rivas to win here it needs to be convincing so but still that could happen he, he's an unbeaten fighter he could win eight or nine rounds you could lose the bet on dillian white and for the sake of taking 11 to 10 you could take more juice here and take 8 to 11 and just sit the fight out to to go the distance obviously that isn't the case in the other fight because it's over two to one on keith derman to win and it's and it's one to two on any kind of decision outcome so it's it's very, very different here um, for the first fight than it is in terms of the odds you're getting here on the second fight. But both fights are going to be very, very interesting. Saturday is going to be very, very interesting night for boxing. The landscape will be changed no matter what. And I think when we come out of it, the way that the landscape would be changed the least would be if Dylan White comes out of it with a unconvincing points victory and we're, to which people will still not be queuing up to give him the title fight. And if Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman have any reason to do their fight again, and that would be any kind of uh, split or majority decision or a draw or anything contentious whatsoever. And I do believe we'll be seeing that fight again. And there's a lot of hype for this fight and there's every possibility we could see it again, which is why for one of the first times ever, I am actually advocating an official bet on the draw in that fight. So that concludes this edition of the fight show. Make sure you check me out on lockbetting.com. This month has been very successful. We landed all of our picks for Wimbledon and for the European, uh, sorry, and for all of the soccer tournaments, be it the Copa America, the Women's World Cup and the Gold Cup. We had all of the winners for that. Um, the tournament in itself, there were some picks with being completely transparent that weren't so great in the build-up and we suffered for that in June scrapping through with a, with a thousand pound profit and you guys are probably thinking oh making a thousand pounds is pretty decent well 
my subscribers didn't think so. Um, we're used to a lot more than that. And normal service has resumed as we are sitting at over £2,300 for the month, cashing all of those winners, having a very successful Wimbledon tournament. And we look ahead to what we do best, which is the EPL season and the European leagues. They will be coming back. There will be previews coming up here on the SGP. Two previews for the EPL, one for the European leagues. And then we start back up with the EPL show next month, only two and a half weeks to go. So that is now it from me. Check me out on Twitter at LockBang and follow the guys at the SGP network. Good luck with all all of your bets as always and thanks for listening